0: Namaste. My name is Mahesh Prabhu and today I am going to talk about the Vedic perspective on criticism. Let me start with a tale from my book, Rishi Tales 1. The old king on his deathbed told his son, My boy, be good and do good and never disregard our minister's comments or suggestions. After the death of the king, the prince ascended the throne. The young king was never happy with the old minister, for he always found some fault with the king's face. The young king bore the minister's criticism patiently for five years. But one day he could hold back no longer and burst out in open court. Old man. Don't you ever find any virtue in me? In fact, the king had decided to dismiss the minister that day. All the courtiers looked at both the king and the minister with anxiety. My lord, said the minister gravely, I will reveal today what your greatest virtue is, now that I am going to retire. Your greatest virtue is, You have silently borne all my criticism. No one but a king of great nobility could have done that. I salute you, my young master, as I leave. Tears welled up in the king's eyes. He descended from the throne and, embracing the old minister, beseeched to him to stay on. No, my master, said the minister, adding, One should not continue in the same work forever. One must know when to retire. Saying thus, the minister retired for good. This is just one of many tales from ancient Vedic India which speaks subtly yet impactfully the virtue of handing as well as handling criticism. In this story, Originally written by an unknown rishi in Vedic Sanskrit, neither the king nor the minister is shown in poor light. The minister's approach to criticism was with humility and objectivism. All texts from Vedas, Upanishads, Aranyakas until Arthashastra unanimously accept that knowledge is that which instills Humility or Vidya Dadati Vinayam. When an individual bears criticism, better known in Vedic Sanskrit as Vitandam or Nindanam, with serenity of mind, he or she was regarded as Panditam or a wise person, giving Accepting as well as understanding criticism was considered as the hallmark of learning, civility, nobility as well as wisdom in Vedic India. For example, read the following Shloka from Niti Shastra Drithi Shama Damaha Asteyam Shaucha Mindriya Nikraha Dhehi Vidya. Satya krodho dashakam dharma lakshanam Meaning, contentment, forgiveness, self-control, abstention from unrighteous appropriation of anything, purity, control of senses, knowledge, truthfulness, abstention from anger and peace of mind are ten qualities of an individual established in dharma. Criticism is never identified as an hindrance to dharma in any of the Vedic texts. Of course, it is complicated to imbibe these virtues. It takes a lot of perseverance and commitment. The following shloka reads, Kaagacheshta baku dhyanam shvananitra vacha, grihatyagi Vidyarthinaha panchalakshanaha Meaning, perseverance of a crow, concentration of a crane, sleeping like a dog, eating frugally and being ready to even sacrifice one's home for knowledge. These are the five virtues of a person deserving wisdom must possess. Rishis have always emphasized the crucial difference between knowing, understanding and realizing. You may know about something, but may not necessarily understand it. Even if you understand something, you may not realize it. For example, everyone knows about the importance of money, but not many understand how to earn it enough increase or sustain it. Most of them who do as a result of the lack of realization does not reap happiness from it. Learning does not happen in a set period or a specific location. Vedic rishis have always emphasized the crucial difference between knowing, understanding and realizing. You may know about something, but may not necessarily understand it. Even if you understand something, you may not realize it. For example, everyone knows about the importance of money, but not many understand how to earn it enough, increase it, or sustain it. Most of them who do, as a result of the lack of realization, does not reap happiness from it. Humility and forgiveness which enable us to hand or handle criticism effectively are no more heralded as virtues in the world we are living in today. Humility is often identified with weakness. It is considered as an escape from one's ability to confront a formidable adversary or to face tough circumstances. Such a perspective is not new. People with limited knowledge and bloated ego often have such silly views across all times. As Vidura says in Mahabharata, ekah shamavatam dosho Yade nakshamaya Yuktama shaktam manyate Janaha. So asya dosho There is only one defect with people of humility. People consider them to be weak. Such perceptions of people, however, must seldom be taken into consideration. For humility is a virtue of the weak and an ornament of the strong. According to modern English dictionary, criticism is the expression of someone or something on the basis of perceived faults or mistake. Unjust criticism is criticism that is not just or lacking in justice or fairness. It is something that is unfaithful and dishonest. Positive criticism is a criticism that is well meant or mentioned in a positive way and yet the very word criticism today is often used loosely and often confused with abuse. As a result, most people in the civilized as well as uncivilized world abhor criticism and reserve it exclusively for their adversaries and enemies unfortunately even the modern day psychologists have a negative view of criticism in all its forms most even confuse observation and suggestion as criticism for them criticism is detrimental character of a sad mind according to most psychologists criticism is an absolute failure getting positive behavior change. Most researchers in psychology have declared that short-term gain from a criticism builds certain resentment down the line. Also they strongly believe that criticism fails because it embodies two of the things that the human beings hate the most. It calls for submission and we hate to submit, and it devalues, and we hate to be devalued. Vedic Sanskrit word for criticism was ninda. The criticizer is nindak, whereas vininda and vinindak stand for unjust criticism and unjust criticizer, respectively. Interestingly, in the languages that followed Vedic Sanskrit, the very word ninda is synonymous with vininda. In most Indic languages, ninda is unjust, unwise and is often incorrectly defined as adharmic or against dharma. According to the Vedic rishis, the problem is not with criticism but with our ahamkara or ego. What if our adversary is to criticize us with abuse but also say a few facts along? Why not only retain the facts and ignore their abuse? It is incorrect to assume that someone says something and we felt bad. We feel bad because of our attachment to our sense of ego. Which in turn lead us to ignore the truth in their words by holding on to their abuses with undeserving emotions. According to the Vedic rishis, anyone dedicated to criticizing others without The willingness to accept criticism is a murkha or a fool. But this doesn't mean that we must not criticize or that criticism by itself is bad. Just that before we criticize others, we need to be willing to accept criticism with the same fairness we expect from the person we are planning to criticize. Rishis also says in Niti Shastras Upadesho hi murkhanam prakopaya nashantaye payah panam pujanganam khevalam meaning even a piece of good advice given to fools will only provoke them and incite their anger offering milk to a serpent will seldom neutralize venom. So it is important that we do not criticize the fools for they will never be able to get it even if you use the nicest words. Before we give criticism, we must be sure that we present it in a way that is free from abuses and with truth and facts. To the best of our knowledge and should our assumed truth or facts be proved wrong we must with humility accept and thank that person without a shred of ego here is another important shloka from niti shastra satyam bruyat priyam bruyat na bruyat satyam apriyam Priyam-chanan-ritam-bruyad-ekaha-dharmo-sanatana Meaning, speak the truth in such a way that it should be fair. Never speak that assumed truth unfairly. Never speak untruth, even though it might be pleasant. This is the path of the perennial dharma. Most people often find faults with people they hate. Meet, work, and even love. There is no way for a person to be perfect. To expect perfection in the mundane world is silly. In the following shloka, the Rishi says, Kasya dosha kule nasti, Vyadhina kona chapiditaha, Vyasanam kenana praptam, Kasya saukhyam nirantaram. Meaning, which family is without fault? Who has not suffered an ailment? Who is bereft of vice? And whose happiness is everlasting? So, if you are finding fault with someone else's family, don't be angry if someone finds the same fault in your family. If you are trying to criticize someone, For an ailment resulting from carelessness, make sure you are not doing the same. Before you criticize others about their vice, make sure you have none. Before you start criticizing others for going through a painful period, bear in mind that pain and pleasure are always transient in everyone's life. Pranam (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.